The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before yeah. a wedding should I send How out many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to playoffs. check email Best on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. And this week, I'm going to be discussing data and revenue attribution for SEO. Joining me is Stefan Hedebrunt, who is the CMO and co-founder of DreamData.io, which is a B2B revenue and data platform that gathers, joins, and cleans revenue-related data to be transparent, actionable, and help drive B2B revenue. Yesterday, Stefan and I talked about content as a revenue driver. And today we're going to be diving into a conversation regarding deal and revenue attribution for SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Stefan Hedebrandt, CMO and co-founder of DreamData.io. Stefan, welcome back. Really excited about diving into this second episode. And I really want to just start off by recapping a little bit about yesterday's episode where we talked about really the content that drives many B2B websites and understanding how the value of that content is realized in many B2B companies. You highlighted two really interesting data points. 192 days from the point of entry for many of the brands or the accounts that end up buying your product. That's the journey. And then 31 touch points with the website. So it's really an amazing view into how 
long and how many touch points occur in order for a sale to occur. Now, when it comes to the deals and the nature of the deals and revenue attribution and connecting all of this to SEO, one of the first questions I have is SEO is highly ROI positive. Wouldn't it just make sense to always spend more money on SEO? Or is there a more scientific way for us to really measure this? I'm definitely a SEO fan as well. So I can never, uh, I would never say, <laughs> say that it doesn't make sense to, to invest in SEO. I think there's a couple of components you kind of need to bring into the picture, which is, you know, you said, for example, the time component. So let's say you're an agency and you get a, get a new B2B client, then you need to align the expectations with your clients about how long is this actually going to take? Pre-research, keyword research, content production. And once you start, then, then you need to rank the pages. And then once the page starts to rank and pull in traffic, there's still 192 days until there's money back <laughs> in the pocket. So it's a discipline that you, you it, most of the time you need patience before it impacts the business. So that, that I think that would be my, my first uh, like consideration is that align with the people that are to invest in this about how long should we expect that it takes before we can uh, see money coming back from, uh, from the investment. Now, Stefan, this is a really good point, right? Like, it does take time for SEO to materialize. And I think what's really interesting about the data that Dream Data has, and I know that you all have published kind of a go-to-market set of benchmarks, which I think really connects the dots here, right? Because I believe like SEOs are always telling the stakeholders, whether it's executives or partners that we're working with within a large organization, we're always telling them SEO takes time. SEO takes time, right? And the reason that SEO takes time is that it, there's many factors at play. It's kind of like solving a Rubik's cube, right? It's you're not just you're not just dealing with competitors. You're dealing with Google. You're dealing with processes. You're dealing with your own internal struggles as an organization, and it's very different than other marketing channels or other tech channels because of this kind of three-dimensional set of challenges you're always faced with. Now, your data point here of 192 days almost validates that the concept that you go tell all these people in your organization, which is SEO takes some time. And here we go in this dashboard, we know that from first touch to deal close, it takes 192 days or for whatever, whatever that duration is for your business. So what I'm curious to ask you here on this point is, when, once you have that concept of time nailed down and you know how long things take, how do you then justify the investment, right? Because if the idea here is that we can generate revenue, if we can actually drive deals and revenue through SEO, how do you actually prioritize? What, where do you start to then create more growth? Yeah, so I would say I, in any SEO case, you would have to do some uh, good old keyword research and try to understand what are the terms that lives out there that we're not addressing today? And then you'd have to do kind of some uh, math around how much of this uh, the traffic can we grasp you know, within a year or whatever. How many of the visitors are going to convert to an email? How many of them are going to become an MQL, SQL and uh, one deals as well? 
So that I think that's kind of the business case you need to build up where you have like a reasonable scenario of what you can expect. What you can then do with uh, with dream data is as you start this project, you can make you can like you can you can group the different URLs that you create into content groups. And then we can tell you how these pages are actually impacting the sales pipeline and the deals being won. So you actually start to get a dollar value of this year we actually impacted $80,000 of revenue or 160000 or whatever that number is. But the point is you get a real revenue number that you can relate to the investment that has gone into the project, whether that's writers or link building or whatever it is. You can actually get that number that all the all the people have in e-commerce, which is this page, organic search, how much, how many Nike, Nike shoes did we sell? <laughs> which uh, which you need to def- like defend the headcount or the investment. You need real money to go back to the CEO, CFO, CMO, whoever it is, and say, look, did this SEO project with drawn in all these visitors and now the sales team has actually benefited from it and actually won real deals. I love this concept and, and I want to pause you there, Stephen, because I think this is really important for our listeners and for all SEOs, especially the ones that are in B2B segments. This concept of content clustering, I think really is important because our content generally has a kind of a theme or a purpose right? What we're really trying to do is we're trying to validate the purpose, right? Is the purpose of this set of content we're optimizing or improving transactional? Is it it intended to get someone to buy? Is it to inform or create awareness? Is it to educate or teach our audience or our, our prospects something new? And I think that as we become more vigilant about clustering the content we produce as B2B marketers, we actually learn a lot more about how much to invest in those buckets. So if you think you have all these different buckets, now you know how many dollars or how many pieces of content you want to make across all of those to really reach all potential prospects throughout that buyer journey. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You could pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you could work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Do you agree with that? Is, that? is that a good concept? Is that how you apply 
the deal and revenue attribution back to these content buckets? I think actually the, what, what we're like circling a little bit around here is a mindset shift from let me win the biggest keyword with the most search that I can find to let me do SEO to produce revenue for this company. And that means abandoning those really nice, big, broad keywords that brings in a shitload of traffic and focusing on <laughs> the keywords that has the intention to buy products from this company that we're, we're at. So our scorecard is not organic visitors, it's revenue. And that, that is kind of the mindset shift you should think about as you do um, SEO for B2Bs. <laughs> that like organic visits rankings doesn't pay oh you can say that it can pay salary but at the end of the day we need to drive revenue and business and pipeline for this customer not just volumes of organic search absolutely that's just a really valuable point there that i hope our listeners grasp because the value concept here is way beyond a keyword and the more and more we can justify that to the teams and stakeholders in a company, the better off we are, not just as SEOs, as content marketers, as, as B2B organizations. But this leads to a really interesting topic here that we haven't covered yet in our two episodes. And Stephen, I want to get your perspective, which is this always present, always challenging conversation with our sales team. Right, Because as SEOs or as marketing functions in B2B, there's this perpetual tendency to have this tension between our salespeople and the marketing function. And who gets the attribution? I mean, at the end of the day, the salesperson is the one who gets paid commission on this deal, right? So how do you think about that? And how does the data that you provide at Dream Data help close that gap and that kind of division between sales and marketing? We actually have customers who use our data to assign commission to the marketing team. So they look at sales qualified lead sales opportunities. Who have sourced them? Is it the outbounders? Is it the marketing channel? Like organic search, paid search, etc.? So you can actually go that granular and that this is a bit radical because not everybody does it, but like you could actually say, show me the data that you sourced this pipeline and then pay commission according to that rather than just to the person who gets the contract signed. So it is possible. I think in general, marketers in B2B should think about sales as the quickest way to improve ROI of your activities because we don't make any money if the salespeople doesn't sell. So we can drive the best demand in the world, like perfect landing pages, perfect conversions to emails. But if the salespeople doesn't pick up the phone or start writing emails or connect on LinkedIn, all the effort we've done is practically not worth anything. So we have to be friends with the salespeople. We have to go talk to them. And I can say like at Dream Data, for example, I sit in on the weekly sales meeting every week to hear what are the conversations that they're having if there's a question that comes up twice, I immediately start thinking about, can we create some content that addresses this question? Because then we can help progress the deal even before it hits the salesperson. So if there's a tough question to answer, let's write a really strong article, 2,000 words, just going super deep on this topic. So when they arrive at the demo call, which you typically have in B2B, 
then they have actually had the opportunity to get a really good explanation to this question. So I would say I walk into the sales team if you're physically the same place, but make sure you get that FAQ. What are the things that the customers are consistently asking you? Do we have good enough content on the website? If not, like why not start answering those questions that customers consistently come with? Because that should be the most relevant content that you can be creating. Right. Do you think that this is now going to encourage more salespeople to create more content? No, I I never think you'll get the salespeople to to create the content. And I don't necessarily think that they're skilled as it. And I think like salespeople, sales is typically a one-on-one piece of work, like between you and me. Marketers is typically one-to-many. So we need to extract that one-on-one question to something that you can actually repurpose and do a one-to-many answer to. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Stefan, I think this really is a, is, is a key and very interesting topic between sales and marketing and all these different organizations. But let's talk about the actual platforms and technology here. Like Dream Data, it almost seems like this is a, a very powerful way of looking at insights. And can you just tell me, like, why is this different from any other platform that a sales team might use, like a CRM or a marketing team might use, like Google Analytics, what's the real value add? How does this create value for all these teams? Mm, yeah, so good question. So we essentially, we built an account-based data model that contains any touch you guys have with an account. So it's sales meetings, it's outbound calls, it's ad spend, and it's visits on the website. So all of this is joined in that one holistic customer journey view. And yeah, actually to, to kind of address this and to make sure that more people, you know, are able to, we are able to, you know, raise the awareness about our product. We've actually launched now what we see as a really solid alternative for B2B companies to Google Analytics. So we basically have a tracking script, which you know from Google Analytics. We give that away for free so people can start tracking their data immediately and the difference between us and Google Analytics is that any metrics we show is related to B2B. So it's how many companies are on your website, how many employees do these guys have, which industry are they from, how much revenue have you yielded from these URLs on your website. So we've like taken away all the e-commerce related stuff and then built a Google Analytics version or an alternative to Google Analytics for B2Bs, which um, it's completely free to use. And it's just go to our website and install the script and it works. Well, Stefan, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thank you to Stefan Hedebrandt, CMO and co-founder of DreamData.io for joining us today. This was part two interview. And yesterday we published an episode on content as a revenue driver in B2B. And today... Stefan and I drove into deal and revenue attribution for SEO. Again, thank you to Stefan Hedebrandt, the CMO and co-founder of Dream Data. You can contact them on Twitter where his handle is at S Hedebrandt. That is S-H-E-D-E-B-R-A-N-D-T or visit the company website, dreamdata.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.